Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about the New York Yankees. They actually showed a bit of heart, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this silly accusation about Aaron Judge. So let's go ahead and get started. In what should be pretty pleasing to many Yankee fans, the Yanks have started hitting a bit better as of late. And they're showing a bit of heart against some good teams that they're playing against, while the pitching continues to suck in general. But it's great to see the hitting come alive, because when your team is not playing well, it's one thing if you're losing 6-5, to 8-7, to because the games are somewhat exciting and things are happening. When your team is not hitting and you're losing, it's, it's very tough to see. And it's good to see the Yankees getting their hitting a little bit better in order. Some of that has to do with Judge coming back and making the lineup a little bit better. Um, Others just have to do with other people that were in and continue to be in have started hitting a little bit better. And all of it together has sort of really made the Yanks a little bit easier to watch. Even if they haven't been tremendously better, they've at least showed some heart. They've had a couple comebacks. It's it's pretty good to see. Um, Bader, having him back in center field is just great for the team, both defensively as well as his hitting and running. He's got a couple triples, a couple homers. He's hitting over 300. He's playing really well, and he's definitely, definitely, definitely one of the people that contributes to sort of, you know, rising the tide of of the Yankee team, making everything better. Uh, Volpe, starting to really make some solid contact lately, right? Um, He has more, (laughs) even when he's not getting hits, he has more hard outs this year in my opinion, than just about anyone in baseball. He has more long fly ball outs to the wall, line drive to shortstop, to left, to center. He's got more solid contact outs, I think, than just about anyone in the game this year. Um, He still strikes out too much, though. I'd like to see him just make contact on some of those at-bats where he ends up striking out. He's obviously very young. He just turned 22. Uh, He's going to continue to improve um, as he has in every other level of baseball he has so far. And, you know, single A, double A, triple A, and in the majors now, they say he starts a little bit slow and gets better and better. I'm sure he will. There's nothing I've seen him which indicates anything else. He looks great defensively. He's obviously a tremendous base dealer, 13 for 13 this year. He has not been caught. Um, He makes everything better. He single-handedly won, you know, scored a run for the Yanks the other day against the Rays. He had a bunt single when they were losing, stole second, stole third, came home on a wild pitch, just really uh, picking up the team and uh, really helping out. He's one of the players like Bader that this team needs more of. Athletic, speedy, uh, energy type people that this team needs as far as the, as opposed to older veterans buttoned up. We need more young sort of athletic type people that, you know, give the team a little stimulus. Other good signs recently, Calhoun continues to impress. Um, I haven't heard any talk about him, but in my mind, he continues to be a very good lefty hitter. Um, Melky, uh, Melky Cabrera, <laughs> that's Waldo Cabrera. Melky Cabrera um, is has started to come alive at the plate, right? Um, as Waldo is finally starting to hit a little, drive the ball. He's had a couple big hits recently. He played a very good third base Last night's game against Toronto, but he's also um, played some decent outfield as well. The Yanks, as I mentioned, showed some heart recently, particularly against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, They split a four-game series, but they won the middle two games of the four-game 
series in come from behind fashion and really back and forth fashion where it seemed like kind of a either if it wasn't a playoff type atmosphere it was a back and forth heavyweight fight really where both teams were punching at each other and both teams continued to take leads back and forth um and it was good to see the yanks have enough offense in them to really fight back and play with some heart which was great to see um now on the other hand uh, the starting pitching for the Yanks has mostly been dog shit at this point, right? I mean, it's really, really bad. The Yankees have to get better starting pitching efforts as well as longer starts from their starters. Now, Garrett Cole has given up homers again. You know, they couldn't talk enough about how great he was, you know, in the first five or six starts. But now he's given up four home runs in his last two days of pitching. Um and, and now the writers have taken to making it a point to say what a great gutsy quote-unquote effort his last start was, where he gave up like two runs and five innings pitched or something, um, where they, you know, before that he was the best pitcher in baseball, leading Cy Young candidate, and now the narrative changed to giving up two runs and five innings was a gutsy performance. Again, from our quote-unquote, you know, best pitcher, best pitcher in league, that is, you can't be writing gutsy performance. What you have to be writing is, you know, again, he got banged around for a couple homers like he was all last year. He led major league starters and most home runs given up in 2022. He stayed away from that completely the beginning of this year until the last two games where he's given up two homers in each of his last two starts. So Cole has been very good. Recently, he started to slip. You know, although you're not really reading about it, unfortunately, because people are squinting their eyes to try to see the very best in him. Let's hope that he picks it up and comes out with another strong performance. Nestor Cortez, getting hit around pretty good, unfortunately. We're going to have to see if he can turn it around. Clark Schmidt is a terrible, terrible starting pitcher. Just terrible. You know, he needs to get out of the starting pitching lineup as soon as we get some of our injured, you know, starters back. Severino supposedly is very close. We'll see. Um, Rodon, who the hell knows he may or may not get a second quarter zone shot. No one knows when the hell he's ever going to pitch for the Yankees. What a disaster Cashman acquisition again. Um, and Herman has been up and down. Um, but recently he's been very, very good at times. He's had a couple of real gems lately, but he's been up and down this season. So you got Cole starting great now getting knocked around. Nestor getting hit around pretty good. Schmidt looking awful. Herman up and down, but good recently, does not make for a good. Brito has been up and down, has not been made for a great starting rotation. Obviously, we've been hurt some. If we get two-fifths of our rotation back, maybe a rotation looks better and looks decent. But the starting pitching has been dog shit for the Yanks. It's good to see that the offense has been able to overcome some of that. Now, the bullpen, on the other hand, um, even though it's gotten knocked around a little bit recently, generally has been very good this year. Um, even King and Marinaccio recently gave up some, some big runs that cost the Yanks in recent games. But still, that said, the pen, including especially those two, have been outstanding this year. Outstanding. Outside of Clay Holmes, who still sucks in my mind, the bullpen's been, been really good. So starting pitching, bad. Bullpen, generally good. We'll see if that continues. Peralta's been tremendous, by the way, lately. Well, what a what a good find he's been. I have to give Cashman credit for that. I 
knock Cashman in every opportunity because I think he's done a dog shit job. But um, him finding Wandy Peralta was a tremendous, tremendous find. And he's just been about everything you can ask for uh, as a reliever for the Yanks. So that said, I probably jinxed him. He's probably going to give up a big grand slam to lose us a game. So don't quote me on that. By the way, another thing contributing to the Yankees offense looking better is Aaron Judge. He's starting to hit again. Um, he was really not doing well for a while over the last three, four games. He's starting to hit. He's got two different two homer games in a row now, you know, and two of those were in the last couple of games. So four homers in two, in two games. Now I wanted to talk a little about a little bit about, um, this controversy from Monday night against Toronto, which was another game where he had a two homer game, uh, in this last game, Monday night, the second homer, by the way, went about 20 miles. It was one of the longer home runs you'll see. It was, they said it was 462 feet to dead center. It was, it was really far. Um, but there is somehow this insane controversy about it, right? And it is totally 100% contrived by Toronto. Uh, and after, let's talk about it for a minute. So after a really low straight call, by the ump, right? There was a strike and then um, strike two was called on a ball that was really, really low. And you guys know how tall Judge is, right? So his knees are high. Anything below the knees is a ball. This was a good six to eight inches below Judge's knees. It was not close at all. And it was a low strike, right? So Boone then at that point, who chirped a little bit about the umps earlier in the game, did his, you know, you, you know, Boone's thing, right? He did his, I'm going to get mad, stand up for my buddies, vaudeville act. You know, this is what Boone does. And he went out there, yelled, tossed his gum and got tossed out of the game. You know, it's, it's Boone's, you know, act that he does. Whoopee, by the way, I want to say, you know, it, it, it's really all Aaron Boone is good for being buddies with his players and kind of making a big show of standing up for them. Yay for him. He can't make any actual good managerial decisions, but boy, is he buddies with the team. In any case, he does his normal vaudeville act, goes out there, yells at the um, at the um, throws his gum, gets gets tossed out. Now, this ends. Boone's gone, and after that, the Yankees dug out. It's still chirping, right? So they're still mad for some reason at at the um. At this point, by the way, it's six nothing Yankees. The Yankees are destroying the Blue Jays at this point. Um. So Judge was up with two strikes at 6 nothing, and they're still yapping at the ump while Judge is trying to bat. Now, before the pitch, the home run pitch, Judge glanced over, looking at his teammates, still yapping from the dugout. Now, he later said he didn't appreciate them continuing to yap at the ump after the ejection and also said it was distracting him from the plate as well. He thought they should be more professional. The, the manager already got tossed, and he wanted them to you know go to work and keep going. Um, which, by the way, is a very good attitude. So he said this after the game. But anyway, this big controversy is that after this, you know, on this next pitch, Judge glanced over to the dugout. There's like video of him glancing like laterally over to the dugout. But the Blue Jays somehow thought Judge was trying to steal a sign or something. You know, maybe look at the catcher. I, I don't know what the Blue Jays horseshit was saying. It, it's utter horseshit. And it's clearly a ploy that the Blue Jays and their manager are trying to, you know, maybe use to fire up their team. I don't know what they're thinking, but there's no way he was looking at signs or anything else. I mean, first of all, the guy's six foot eight. So so his eyes are like, you know, way up in the sky. The catcher is putting signs down, if at all, close to the ground. Uh, and honestly, you know, it seems 
very, very silly. You can see on the replay, he's looking completely lateral. He's not looking down at all anyway. But the point is this. The point is that, you know, it's a it's a ploy. And and this is a guy that, <laughs> let's say, yeah, this guy who had 62 homers last year, he needs to cheat on this one pitch up six to nothing in an in a early May game up six nothing. This time, Judge has to cheat and kind of look for signs or something. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds really reasonable, Toronto. I mean, it's utter bullshit. And the Blue Jays really should be embarrassed about this. It's clearly, clearly designed to fire up Toronto. You know, their Blue Jays and their players and their fans. And I'll tell you what. If the Yanks had any balls at all, this horse shit should fire them up, the Yankees. Because it's bullshit. The Yanks should be offended and should let it drive them against Toronto in the remaining games. Clearly, it's designed to get Toronto fired up because it's such bullshit. Um, but still, we'll see. We'll see what comes of this, if anything. In any case, I mean, it's good to see a bit of fight coming back in the Yankees this season as it heats up. The Yanks are finally out of last place. They're in fourth place, but they're out of last place. You know, so great. Thank God for small favors, right? Um couple of the things that I'm going to get out of here. This is going to be a quick one today, guys. A um, couple of quickie other odds and ends on the Yanks. Bad defense loses games. Say it over and over. Bad defense loses games. Now, to that end, Glaber Torres continues to be just god-awful at second base. I, I don't know how people aren't talking about this. I, how is it that I can see all these things? As a regular fan, watch them. No one says anything. And then it seems like months later or years later, you're something, you know, this guy's not, not some trouble doing this or that. Or it's like people can't see these things. And I don't understand. He is so, so terrible defensively at second base in a, in a couple different ways. He seems to have the yips for one. Like if he's throwing from a set position as opposed to like running and throwing, when he's throwing from a set position, he, he has very much trouble throwing accurately. And you could see it in his mannerisms, in the way he angles himself. He continues to try to make sure he moves when he throws or tilts his head. Like he can't actually just stand there and throw accurately. This is reflected in every single double play opportunity. You know, if he gets the ball and trying to relay a throw to to first, forget it. Number one, he's slow at trying to turn double play, even when he didn't have particular throwing ones. He double pumps now on the ball. He loses the ball and transfers. He makes basic errors in judgment, right? Trying to tag runners when he can't reach them. He tried to flip the ball with his glove, then sort of put his hand in at the same time and had another error on Monday night that cost the Yanks a runner too. How is no one else writing about how bad Gleyber Torres is at second base? I can't understand it. I can't understand it. He is a terrible, awful, awful, awful second baseman. And I can't believe no one is saying anything. It's just, they will, right? This will continue, you know, and then, you know, a month from now, two months from now, someone will mention something. Boom, will be like, oh, he's progressing. He's getting better. And, you know, slight problem. Everything will be minimized to high hell like, like Boone does and the announcers do. No one will, you know, say much about it other than, yeah, he's had a slight bit of problem. He's been terrible for two or three years now, and it's just ridiculous. It loses games, and it's going to catch up to us. And, you know, maybe 
I don't know what's going to happen when, God help us, Josh Donaldson gets back in the lineup. I'm so happy he's still on the I.L. But when he comes back in, that there was another infielder into this ridiculous seven infielder soup salad that, uh, you know, Cashman has set up here, seven infielder for four positions. So, you know, DJ is going to have to play somewhere. So where does fucking Torres play? Torres doesn't have a position, right? DJ has to be in the lineup every night, right? So if DJ's in the lineup and Donaldson's in the lineup, where the hell is Torres playing, right? But in any case, the, the point being, maybe he'll play second base less when Donaldson comes back and people won't notice as much. Whatever it is, he's playing second base every night now and he fucking sucks balls. He's terrible. He's a bad second baseman. It's just, it's baffling to me how there is no one writing anything about it. It's been going on for so long. It's so clear. He's terrible. Bad defense loses games and it can't be tolerated. I mean, he should have been traded earlier this year. We know that, you know, but now we're forced to endure watching him devolve into what looks like a little league second baseman. Um, other than that, I, I think that's all I have to say about the Yanks. It's good to see them getting a little, little gumption, little fight, little, um, little charisma to their game. I, I kind of like it. The rest of the Toronto series should be pretty great. Go Yanks. That's all I have for you guys today. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Rate it pretty highly if you can. Um, I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.